Welcome again to Shelf Life. And today I have the great pleasure of having my friend, Dr. Amina Blackwood-Meeks, join me right here on Shelf Life to talk about herself, her work uh, on Tukuma, and her book. Yes, her beautiful, beautiful children's book. That's a good idea. And this here is a good idea. So join me while I have a chat with Dr. Blackwood-Meeks. Amina, so good to have you here with me on Shelf Life. It's been a while we've been trying to do this. Yes, and here we are before we're on the shelf permanently. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if a shelf is where you're heading to, but I know that there's something else for me apart from a shelf. I should hope. <laughs> I should really, okay. really hope. <laughs> you know, we see you all the time. People know you as a great storyteller. But what I don't think we've ever heard is where you come from. You know, where were you born in Jamaica? What was your upbringing like? How did you get okay. to the story? Okay, that's two different questions you just asked me. You know. Where were you born is different from where you come from. And one of them, where you come from, was a great crime-solving problem. Okay. You walk into a district as a stranger and somebody going to ask you where you come where you from. Come from. And if you can't account for who is your mother and your father and when they migrate, they're going to call the police. Unfortunately, we've lost that way mm -hmm. of taking care of ourselves in the communities. But it is still a very important question to ask mm -hmm. because my mother and my father were two country people from two different countries. Now, everywhere else in the world, the country is everything. The big space. Yes. <laughs> and we talk about rural and urban. But in Jamaica, country is country and Jamaica is an island. You know, some, <laughs> you know, some, it's like that in Australia too, you know. I watch a lot okay. of Australian TV. And when they, they, I watch some TV and some shows about, you know, in the back country. And they talk about country. This is my country. And I'm thinking, but isn't all of it your country? I mean, like, and that's no, right. Yeah, country. That's right. Yeah. So, you, which country so did my come father from? Was you a, come from? My father was a countryman from Manchester. Okay. And, and my mother was a countrywoman from a place I just love the sound of that name. It near Mount Zion, ah. up there in rural St. Andrew. And ah. every time I say it, I hear Marcia Griffiths in my head saying, a stepping out of Babylon into, into Mount, Mount Zion. Zion. Yes. So yes. besides well, being my mother's ancestral home, okay. it has a spiritual, um, a spiritual resonance for me. Of course, you and I know that Jamaican country people are the most educated people in the world. Yes. And people who now go to university have a big phrase for what they do. They call it indigenous knowledge systems, but they know how to live with the environment. Mm -hmm. They know when to plant what when. They know where not to dig because rain are going to fall and things are going to happen. And they are just deeply connected mm -hmm. with the proverbs and the riddles and all of that. So my parents met in town. Okay. Which is Kingston. Which is where you born. <laughs> which is where I born. All right. But they raised us as though we lived in the country. Nice. They told us stories all the time. Before I knew, they were called stories. My parents used to sell peanuts. 
Okay. Um, parched peanuts with salt and butter long before peanuts were planted in the tin and have labels long before Jamaicans knew that. So the peanut that used to be in the, you know, that young, you know, them used to parch it in the tinning foil, tinning yes. thing and put with the fire underneath it. Yes. That, uh, and and you to walk around with it. All right. Yes. And then they would bottle that up and sell it during the weekend. And that sent us to school. Wow. So while the peanuts were being parched now, everybody helping. You know, country people know why them have so much picnic. Because they become helping hands. <laughs> so everybody helping. And while we're helping, my parents are telling stories. They were both great storytellers. But it wasn't, it wasn't, let me tell you a story. It was just part of the conversation. So one of the first stories I remember, not the first one I was told clearly, but I was about seven or eight. I had just gone to primary school. And in primary school, I learned a wonderful phrase. And the phrase was, it wasn't my turn. It came in very handy because as the firstborn child and the firstborn girl, anything my little brother and sister never do, my mother asked me why them never do it. And we used to have to take turns. And one day something wasn't done. And Miss Pearl come ask me why. And I pick out my nice, beautiful, newly found phrase. It wasn't my turn. It wasn't my turn. <laughs> With attitude, oh, you know. With <laughs> attitude. Yes. <laughs> and if there is a word for head tightitude, with that too. <laughs> and my mother's response was profound. She said, one time, you see, there was a man who had to walk over a bridge to go to him ground. And one morning there was a piece of stick across the bridge. Well, it wasn't him who put it there. So it wasn't his turn to move it. So he bent down under the piece of stick and walked going ground. And he worked until darkness fall. And on the way home, he forgot about the piece of stick that wasn't him put there. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't his turn to move. And because it was dark, he also forgot to bend down. And that man today only have one eye. Oh my God, I'm eight years old. What, what that have to do with me? <laughs> it's a pain. You know what I mean? Sorry. You go with him and I had a piece of stick. <laughs> <laughs> But as I grew and, and that story haunted me, mm -hmm. I learned to recognize that story as a story about collective responsibility. Yes. You know, whatsoever your hand findeth to do, do it with all your do might. Well. And our parents spoke to us like that all the time until I learned, oh, that is called storytelling. Or you might say you're speaking anecdotally. As a teacher told me once at school, do you realize you speak anecdotally? Oh, and we had to do story. It's story. Story, may I tell? Story, quite so. Story. <laughs> quite so. All right. So that is how you got into the story thing. You grew up hearing stories every yes. day as just a part of your life. Now, normally, I wait till I get somewhere down close to the end to ask my storytellers to read. But this little book where you have, I love it. I absolutely love it. That's a Thank good you. idea. And it was a good idea for you to make the book. And it is a good idea for me to ask you to read now. Okay. Yes, and it's a good idea because I am so, 
I'm so enamored of this book. So you're not so giving them the whole book, you know. They must buy you the know, book. No, I'm not reading the whole book uh. because they have to go and buy the whole book. You see <laughs> yeah. how the whole book go. So I will tell them how it started. It all started with great spirit. Before a long, long time ago, great spirit decided to make mountains. So he made high mountains, low mountains, brown mountains, red mountains, black mountains, green mountains, but there was only one blue mountain. And down the side of blue mountain, great spirit decided to put some rivers. He put slow river and swift river, black river and white river, manga river and cane river and cane river was great spirit's favorite because of the plan he had that one day it would be a wonderful place for Bob to wash his dreads and cook. However, before Bob came to enjoy Cane River, great spirit would sit on its banks every day, thinking of other things to create, marga dog, stray cat, rat bat, cicero, chatty mouth parrot, goat, sensi fowl, crapper, screech owl, cow, alligator, green monkey, and mongoose. The mention of mongoose made Johnny laugh. I know mongoose, he said. That's the animal that chases rats out of the cane fields. It's always running across the road without even looking. And most of the time, it's alone, except when it is carrying Bedward's chicken in its mouth. And to prove how much he knew, Johnny broke out into song. Mangoes go in a bedroom kitchen, take out one of him righteous chicken, put it in a him waistcoat pocket. Slide mangoes, el abuelo asintio con la cabeza, se unió al estribillo de la canción y continuó la historia. Because you see, it's also available in Spanish. Pop Excuse me. Okay. Okay. So, I did not see the Spanish version. All right. So when you broke out into the Spanish, me start wondering where in the book was that? Because I didn't you, you think I was talking in tongues? I wasn't sure. No, you mentioned two animals in that book. Yes. One crapo or something like that. What is wow. that? The book is meant to have a Caribbean appeal. Okay. Although it is centered in Jamaica, but it is also centered in the oneness of the Caribbean, of the Caribbean. and the foolishness that some little body of water in the Caribbean Sea can separate us. Mm -hmm. And so in parts of the Caribbean, in the French islands, crapo is a frog. Oh. So if somebody said crapo, smoke your pipe. You're in serious trouble. And of course, you know that we have our own proverbs and our own beliefs about the frog. One of them is if you have a case in court and you go in as the witness and you see a, a, a frog outside the courthouse with a padlock on his mouth, oh, you yes. know that the person, <laughs> the no. person you have the case against has done something to your mouth. So speak, you shall not. <laughs> oh, the funniest thing about that is if I saw a frog with a padlock on its mouth, <laughs> I mean, that would be enough for me to run, go home, right? That's <laughs> right. Case oh. closed. It's case closed. But in today's, world, nothing to say. in today's world, if we saw a frog 
with a padlock on its mouth, it would be on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter in about 2.6 seconds. That's and, right. And, and the animal lovers, uh, and the animal lovers would come to get you. And they might scrape up all the crabs, all the frogs, like all them scrape up the dogs and give them a visa. <laughs> You go to a distant land <laughs> where animals are loved and protected. <laughs> what, what I want to know, what I do, I only have one question. I'm, I'm an animal lover, but I have one question. How mongrel dog that grew up in 98 degrees going to survive minus 10? That's, that's, that's all I want to know. That's my they only get question. new coat. They all get I new coat. And A's muffins. <laughs> like Oliver. That is my one question. How are Oliver A's muffins? <laughs> dog will grow up in at 95 degrees. I'm going to survive minus 10. That is my I'm one telling question. you. I am wow. happy for the dogs that they were able to migrate. Yes. And, um, you know, go to a better life. And I take hope, a plane ride. Yeah, I hope for the same for a lot of our human beings. Absolutely. Need, you know? Absolutely. I, really I second that. I really hope. No, yes. we start talk foolishness and time run out with me. Yes. <laughs> because we could do that too. Um, your organization, Ntukuma. Yes. Talk to me about that. Okay, so Ntukuma, in Jamaica, we know him as Brother Tukuma. Mm -hmm. He's the firstborn son of a Nancy. Okay. In Ghana, there is an N before the name, Entukuma. And you might also see it as Entikima. Okay. Um, so, so both names are correct. But in Jamaica, we have Tukuma. So Entukuma is the storytelling foundation of Jamaica. And we have existed since 2002. Okay. Our primary function has been to host a storytelling festival and conference in the third week in November. That storytelling and conference has just bloomed and blossomed and, and it is just a tremendous organization. And in 2020, we made good use of the fact that we could not gather together in real time. Mm -hmm. And the festival was held totally online. And so we managed to go to Australia, South Africa. We had tellers from Costa Rica, wow. from Mexico. I, I did had... watch some of it. And you had people from Africa, from all yes. over. Yes, it was wonderful. We've also managed to convince the governor general to proclaim November 20, National Storytelling Day. And that has obtained since 2014. Nice. We chose that year deliberately because 2014 marked the 100th year anniversary of Marcus Garvey establishing the UNIA. And because Garvey has contributed so much to culture, we wanted to do that to honor him. So the festival is also grounded in Garvey's philosophy of self-affirmation, knowing who you are and where you come from and, and who you is your parents from. and your grandparents. And yes. where you go. Yeah, and where I go. Oh my goodness, and where I go. So talk to me now about your book because I love this book. The, the illustrations are just phenomenal. The illustrations yes. are phenomenal. The story is about it. I love how in this book you have taken the story of creation and not just cre the creation of the black man 
and you have placed him and in that the was very important yes and you have placed him that in was the very important to be centered in ourselves we know that before everything was we were yes. but we don't see that in books we don't see ourselves in books in 2010 when i was in south africa and they found or established the cradle of mankind the cradle of mankind mm -hmm. All kinds of ethnographers and people who dig up things. What them call those? Are Archaeologists. Them the one. Them the one digging up the places fertilized by our bones. Yeah. Fertilized by our bones to say yes, this is really where um, human beings came from. Remember, before that, they had they had carbon dated the earlier set of bones in Kenya. So, right. how, however you cut it is we same one them talking about we same one it's, and you know i have my challenges with carbon dating and the scientists who are watching will take me on but i have my issues with carbon dating but no matter how you want to cut it as you say whether it's the first set the second set the third set the fourth set all of them started in the same place That's and right. so you have taken what is a children's book and in a very clever way infused into it the story of our creation, yes. the story of Jamaica, the creation of Jamaica as a beautiful, amazing country. You have infused into it an even our songs. Even an amazing songs. country. An amazing Jamaica country. amazes me. Jamaica just amazes me. Every aspect, you know, the positive yeah. and the negative. Jamaica amazes me every second of every day. And, and one of the things we really ought to be doing is to be leveraging our culture. Nobody who is so blessed yes. should be poor, meaning not having money because we are rich. We just don't have money. This one I make shoes out of the Jamaica color. This one I make belt. That one I make handbag. This one I try to do a collaboration with a Jamaican artist and on and on and on. And there isn't, there isn't an endeavor in the world in which not only is there a Jamaican participating, but in which a Jamaican has excelled, yes. whether it's storytelling yes. Yes. or poetry <laughs> or comedy or athletics or medicine. Just look what has become of our ganja. Really and truly. I personally could not imagine being anything else. I mean, I just can't even imagine myself as any other nationality apart from Jamaican, you know. And if I wasn't, I would want to be it. <laughs> like so many other people. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, which is not to say that we are lording it over the oh, rest no, of the no, world no, no. or we are taking any false pride no. in the circumstances no. of our birth no. but we are recognizing how blessed we are that yeah. the universe the 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 creator chose yes. to put us here with a purpose to serve the world Yes. And I think if more of us recognize that we would play our part yes. in me, enhancing the welfare of, of the, the whole, whole human, human race. race, because that is our destiny. Yes. That's our destiny. For me, and that's what this book. Go ahead. I was going to say for me, being Jamaican is not is not about, as you said, lauding it over anybody. It's yeah. about recognize, recognizing just how blessed I am. 
with great humility, with yeah, great humility, but this is what yeah, we are gifted exactly. to do. And this book, it's a good idea. Yes. Want our children to see themselves in the image yes. and likeness of their creator. Yes. Um, and, and just wonderful. And to see us as beautiful. Mm -hmm. one, of, one of my challenges with beautiful storybooks is that we are not always beautiful in the books. Right. We have our interior clothes, and if we're barefooted, it's not because we want to be grounded with Mother right. Earth. It's because we the couldn't poor. afford a pair of shoes, a car we so poor, and so on and so forth. And we go to the market not to sell what we have produced, not to be entrepreneurs, but, but for buy. That's all yeah. we can do. Or, or to sell because we're poor. And we That's need right. Pennies. Not because this is how people have sent their children to school and these right. are entrepreneurs. Right. But because there's something lowly about it. Right. Um, and, so, and what we know as a fact is that this economy called the Jamaican economy survives on the back of small businesses. Okay. That well, is you know, the liquor corner store, mm -hmm. the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is what most economies are built on. Right. They're built on small businesses. Without a small businessman, you have no economy. And without, right. without people like you doing what you do, we, our culture would die. So Absolutely. What other, what other books you have inside of you after it's good? This is a okay, so, so, so let me just talk about the culture would die. You know, one of the things that the COVID-19 pandemic, and I like to call it the pandemic, has revealed is that if the only thing we have to save ourselves is our culture, and therefore part of what we have to defend no matter what are our cultural traditions. So, so what are we if we can come and hug up? I mean, I know nobody in the world who love hug up like Jamaican. Yes. What are we if we can fry sprat? and put some salt butter upon some hardwood bread and call it a nine night with some chocolate tea. What are we if we can't do that? What are we if we can't go to the graveside and fling down ourselves in at the grave? <laughs> with the smarty wood dead. What are we if we can't dress up and go to the church even if we don't know the people them who are getting married? What are we without our stories and our music? And therefore, not only are we, uh, do we have a responsibility to preserve and share that and help us heal during this time and keep ourselves together, but we have a right for our children to know about it. And that's another important thing in this book. It's little Johnny and his grandfather. Yes. Why them want to send home old people when there are so many studies that prove that you don't have nothing to share until you reach 60 and over. And if you look at some of these great companies, the CEOs are 60 and over. It is that time that you understand the world. What are we? young bud, no, no hurricane. What are we if we allow ageism to override who we are and who we are as women. The United Nations just did their first ever study on ageism. I think I'm correct in saying that. It was released on March 18th. At least that's when I heard about it. And it is saying that 
the whole problems, the challenges of ageism have magnified under COVID. Yes. And da, it is affecting women more than men. Oh, of course. Da, Hello. <laughs> what they are asked, we? They just asked me. I would have told you. You know what I'm saying? Without the nurturing of our older men and older women. And I have bemoaned the fact that I can't find the stories about how we survived the Spanish flu a hundred and something years ago, barely, because those old people are not around. And yet they knew that them could um, steam with salt water to take care. What and, and now, two days ago, believe me, Judith, two days ago, um, medical people oh, yeah. at one of Jamaica's leading hospitals released the great finding that if you drink turmeric tea, <laughs> you are ahead of the game of many of these um, killer diseases. Duh! Yeah, old people. I use turmeric every day, so I, I'm so glad that I, you know, I knew these things and I've learned these things. But what is in the works coming up for you? In terms right. Of more, more so it is about time that I get all of my books out there. And, um, and, and this particular book is for the age group five to eight. But little Johnny grows up and little Johnny goes to visit the Maroon village um, up there where, where Queen Nanny is from. And we are going to be hearing by the end of the year, what happens when Johnny encounters the spirit of Granny Nanny. Oh, wow, I look yes. forward to that. Yes, 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 yes. And so my plan, my um, my editor is just so excited. My publisher say, may I give him too much work for the too quick, but my plan is that every year I'm going to release one of the stories until, until they're out of my hands. And so you should, because these are the stories that will live on. These are the yes. stories that will continue to carry our history. And it's people yes. like you, who, because we're in history right now. My grandson and I were talking about it just this week. The fact that, you know, we're living in history. Absolutely. In 20, 50 years from now, they'll be talking about the great pandemic of 2019 to 2021, you know, and yes. we've been a part of that and we would have survived that. We would be among those statistics of people who survived it. And you know what I like, Judith? you have just declared an end to the pandemic. Oh, yeah. You said the pandemic of 2020 to 2021. Yeah, and we have to declare an end to it. Mm -hmm. And we have to say every day we live, we are one step closer to the end of whatever this thing okay. um, was meant to be. Yes. But Amina, we look forward to it. And of course, once it comes out, we'll see you again on Shelf Life. And I'm sure yes. I'll see before that, I'm sure I'll see you in with some other literary thing. Yes. June is coming up. California is coming up. All these various yes. things are coming up. So I'm sure we'll book up again. And when COVID done keep, you will see me at Jamaica. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and, and we're so looking forward. And we're going to make it done keep. We're going to put a curfew upon COVID, you see. <laughs> I agree. I, I took my shot. We're going to lock him down. Yeah, I took my first shot. I'm waiting for my second shot. I, I'm taking it because, yeah, no, it, it can't hold me down anymore. You know? Yeah, better safe than sorry. 
Yes, yeah. it can't hold us down. Yeah, somebody said can't hold us down. Somebody said to me, you know, afraid you're dead, it kill you. I said, well, it either went, either the shot going kill me or COVID going kill me. So I prefer to take. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the killer, the cure. The killer, the cure. Yes. Yes. I, actually, my exact response was that high blood pressure medicine you're taking, that will kill you. <laughs> so, absolutely. 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 So thank you so much, Amina. It has been wonderful. Oh, this has been wonderful. You warm my heart and you're looking so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Bless you, Judy. But we'll have to have you back as soon as that um, next book is out. And we have to talk about the storytelling. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be in touch. Yes. Stay in touch. And we'll see you again on Shelf Life next time. Enough blessings. Yes. Namaste. Walk good. Walk good. Walk good. Blessing. And good up your walk with you. Good up your walk with you every time. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you once again for joining me here on Shelf Life. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and I had a wonderful time bringing it to you. I'll see you again next week, same place, same time for some more Shelf Life. We'll see what else I have on my shelf. In the meantime, check out my YouTube page and subscribe and check out my website and learn some more about what it is I do. Have a good day and walk good. Mm -hmm.